Today, on the Power of the Word of God podcast, we'll be continuing our book study on the God Chasers by Tommy Tenney. We will talk about being hungry for God and what it takes to be more hungry for God. So sit back, get you a cup of joe, your favorite drink, and let's get dive into this uh, rest of this chapter today. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Power of the Word of God podcast today. My name is Glenn Kivett. I am your host today for the for a few minutes. We're going to get back into our book study today and finish up chapter one on the God Chasers. I hope you're excited about what we're going to find out today. Um, thank you for joining in. It's been a wonderful week and I'm trusting God has blessed you and, and taken care of you today and blessed you abundantly. We just got back from a marriage retreat uh, this past weekend, my wife and I. It was a wonderful time. Uh Learned a lot about ourselves and about uh, what it takes to to have a better marriage. I think we everybody could could use that. Uh, it was real, really eye opening this weekend. I, I had a wonderful time, and, and I'm just glad to be back uh, with everybody. And uh, my my goal is to share the gospel with with of Christ to everybody I can. We just. Uh, uh, got on some new platforms we're now now on iHeartRadio we're on Spotify Apple podcast uh and very soon we'll be on Google podcast so um I'm excited about that uh and uh looking to get some sponsors to help us to get the word out more and and uh see uh where we can go I'm Excited about what I've seen so far in, in my out, in the outreach so far. We've been picking up people from, uh, all over the United States and, um, even some, uh, foreign countries. Um, and I'm glad to see that. Um, so, uh, I thank you for joining in today. Uh, listen, if you have any prayer record, Chris, my tongue got behind my eye teeth. I couldn't see a thing, so excuse me there. But uh, if you'd like to drop me an email, uh, it is the power of the word 28601 at gmail.com. Feel free to drop me an email uh, and I will answer. If you have a prayer request, just shoot that in. Also, go visit our, our Facebook page, Power of the Word of God, uh, on our Facebook, and we have a YouTube channel also. So go look us up. Share it with your friends, uh, and uh, let's uh, tell everybody about Jesus. Amen? Well, we're going to get started right back into our book today in, uh, in just a little bit, but I just wanted to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for um, uh, taking the time with me. I really appreciate it, and I hope God has something for you. So we will get back to our book here in just a minute. We'll take a, uh, just a one or two minute break and we'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you again for tuning in. We're going to get started back in the book. And we, when it finishes chapter up, we want to start back uh, with a little section called, It's Not a Pride Thing, 
it's a hunger thing. Again, if you haven't got this book and if you'd like to have this book, um, feel free to contact me. I'll make sure that you get a copy of it. It's a great book to read. Um, like I said, just drop me an email at the power of the word 28601 at gmail.com and I'll get that to you. So let's get right back in this book and finish this chapter up and we'll do some review after we get done. I used to pursue preaching good sermons and great crowds and attempt great accomplishments for him. But I've been ruined. Now I'm a God chaser. Nothing else matters anymore. I tell you that as your brother in Christ, I love you, but I love him more. I couldn't care less about what other people or ministers think about me. I'm going after God. That's not a pride thing. It's a hunger thing. When you pursue God with all your heart, soul, and body, He will turn to meet you, and you will come out of it ruined for the world. Good things have become the enemy of the best things. I challenge you and release, your right, release you right now as you read these words to let your heart be broken by the Holy Ghost. It's time for you to make your life holy. Quit watching what you used to watch. Quit reading what you used to read. If you are reading it more than you read His Word, He must be your first and greatest hunger. If you are contented and satisfied, then I'll leave you alone, and you can safely put down this book at this point, and I won't ever, ever bother you again. But if you are hungry, I have a promise from the Lord for you. He said, Blessed are these which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5 and 6. We have never been hungry. Our problem is that we have never really been hungry. We have allowed things of this realm to satisfy our lives and saturate our hunger. We have come to God week after week, year after year, just to have Him fill in the little empty spaces. I tell you that God is tired of being second place to everything else in our lives. He is even tired of being second to the local church program and church life. Everything God, including the things your local church does, from feeding the poor to rescuing babies at the pregnancy counseling center to teaching kids in the Sunday school classes, should flow from the present of God. Our primary motivating factor should be we do it because of Him and because it is His heart. But if we're not careful, we can get so caught up in doing things for Him that we forget about Him. You can get caught up in being religious that you never become spiritual. It doesn't matter how much you pray. Pardon me for saying this. But you can be lost, not even knowing God, and still have a prayer life. I don't care how much you know about the Bible or what you know about Him. I'm asking you, do you know Him? I'm afraid that we have saturated our hunger, satiated 
our hunger for him by reading old love letters from him to the churches in the epistles of the New Testament. These are good, holy, and necessary, but we never have intimacy with him. We have stifled our hunger for his presence by doing things for him. A husband and a wife can do things for each other while never really loving each other. They can go through childbirth classes together, have kids, and share a mortgage, but never enjoy the high-level intimacy that God ordained and designed for a marriage. And I'm not just talking about sexual things. Too often we live on a lower plane than what God intended us. So we, so when He unexpectedly shows up in His power, we're shocked. Most of us are simply not prepared to see His train fill the temple. The Holy Spirit may already be speaking to you. If you are barely holding back the tears, then let them go. I ask the Lord right now to awaken an old, old hunger, and you have almost forgotten. Perhaps you used to feel this way in days gone by, but you have allowed other things to fill you up and replace that desire for his presence. In Jesus' name, I release you from dead religion into spiritual hunger this very moment. I pray that you get so hungry for God that you don't care about anything else. I think I see a flickering flame. He will fan that. Lord, we just want your presence. We are so hungry. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be right back and finish this chapter up with a few uh, comments and everything. Stay tuned. What powerful words we just read. I don't know about you, but it really touched the core of my spirit. I look back at my life and I see how I've lost so much hunger for God. Used to, you know, when you first get saved, you're so hungry, you want to tell everybody about Jesus and what he done for you. And then we get relaxed. We get caught up in everyday life and we forget exactly what he done for us. Um. I I long to see those days where you know I'm, I'm that hungry again. We can put get things so I guess get so busy in our life that we forget about God and what He's done for us. You know, as we as we read here, we can even let church things get ahead of what we're really supposed to be hungry for. In other words, we can get too religious. Um. And there's a lot of people that's very religious. They, you know, do so much for the church. And, and, and I, I can put myself in there. I do so much for our local church. I, and it's not that, uh, it, I don't like to. I love to. It's what I love to do. But also I can, I can let it hinder me from doing the things that, uh, that's more important. When we do things, more than we study words of God or read the Bible, then that becomes our God. That's what we're hungry for. Um, I did this exercise one time before. Uh, someone had challenged me to, in a 24-hour period of time, sit down and write down everything I did in that day. 
And at the end of the day, go back and see what I did and see how much time I done each thing and compare it to how much time I spent in the word, how much time I spent talking to God. It will surprise you. I promise you. I failed miserably and I still fail uh, on certain days. Um, and it, I don't know. I, I, um, we try, you know. But it's it's like he said, you know, as a husband and wife, we can do things for each other and still love each other. And we can do all these things, but never really enjoy the high level intimacy, intimacy with each other. And, and like I said, it's not talking about sex. It's talking about the bond that we create with our spouse. I believe it's one thing I learned in, in our marriage retreat this past weekend that the bond with our wife should be second. God should be first. The intimacy with God is first. And then second comes our wife. So many times we, we caught up in our job, our families, that our wife suffers. So we, we, we don't, or our spouse, I should say, I don't want to, uh, discriminate between, uh, husband and wife, but we get so caught up with everything else that our spouses suffer. And God did not intend that. He intended us for to to be uh, whole and work together. But you know, it's like you know, too often we just lower the plane than what God intended us to be on. And then all of a sudden, He shows up, and and we like, man, what have I been missing? Well, it's because we we kind of just you know sit back and let the world take place, uh, and we're not prepared to. To his presence to just overshadow us like we need it needs to be you know um like i said this chapter really just spoke to me it just really made me realize how much um i need god how much i really need to concentrate and get back to you know putting him first in everything in my life and i and i know if if, if you will be sincere and be honest with yourself You'll find the very same thing. You'll find that other things are taking place of God. Uh, there is a scripture that um, that we had read in in last time up, you know, and and um, it really struck with me. and And I want to read um, two versions of of this scripture. Uh, it's found in Philippians three verse twelve, and this is the New King James version. It says, now that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold on me. You know, we're striving to be perfect every single day, striving to to be that person that God wants us to be. In other words, we're trying to find God's heart. You know, and I want to read that same scripture from the Passion Translation. I really love this translation because it really breaks it down, helps us understand exactly what he's talking about. It says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion. Keyword, I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. See, we have to have a passion. 
we've not yet accomplished everything that we are pursuing or everything that God wants us to have. But if we will do it with passion, if we will run this race with passion and seek God and seek his face, then it says that we can reach that purpose that Jesus Christ has called us into. He can fulfill fulfill us and help us to discover that he wants us to do. You see, there is um, a place in God that we can get, that we can see greater things happen. We can see our very heart's desire fulfilled. But first, we've got to have a passion. We've got to be hungry. We've got to be hungry for God. Hungry for the things that He wants us to, to be hungry for Him. He desires that of us. I hope that you have gotten something from uh, this today. And, and like I said, if you don't have this book and you would like to have this book, send me an email at the Power of the Word of God two eight. Excuse me, Power of the Word two eight six zero one at gmail.com. and I'll make sure you get that. Send me your name, your address, and I, I will get that to you. Next week we'll dive into chapter two. We'll talk about crumbs in the carpet of empty shells. Again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. God bless you. Uh, join us on our on, on every place that podcasts are, are and and share this with your friends. I hope this has been a blessing today. God bless you and have a wonderful day.